Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? We have a super special episode today, talking about one of my favorite things in the world, fashion shows. Boom! On the show today, we'll have Dennis Mandero and Carlos Jaramillo to talk about the CMAA 2017 Red Party fashion show on August 23rd. So sit tight and listen up. This one's going to be a good one. Okay, let's start over. All right. So today we're sitting down with uh, Dennis and Carlos of the CMAA. We're putting together the Red Party. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing really well, thank really you. Really well. How about awesome. you? Cool. So let's uh, do a quick background check. Um, tell us a little bit about what you guys do for a living over there at CMAA. Sure. Um, so Chinese Mutual Aid Association uh, is a 501c3, a nonprofit social service organization. We've been around for over 35 years. Uh, we were founded by ethnic Chinese immigrants and refugees okay. fled to the U.S. and came to Chicago after the fall of Saigon. Um, and, you know, as new refugees to the country, they decided uh, some of the original founders of the organization wanted to create a platform uh, to help other new immigrants and refugees transition to life in the U.S. So that included teaching English as a second language, uh, ESL, um, that included job training, uh, after-school youth programs so that a lot of the immigrant parents, if they were working double shifts, there would be a place for their children to be uh, watched and supervised and help them with their homework. And that's what we've been doing for the last 30 plus years. Um, we've now evolved to be an organization with actually over 200 employees and, and, and we're uh, proud of the fact that our staff speaks over 20 languages. Um, today, we uh, not our mission is to not uh, only help uh, immigrants from China, but we also uh, proudly continue to um, help immigrants from China, Vietnam, Pakistan, Nepal, uh, you know, Ethiopia, Eritrea. We have um, American-born, African-American, and Latino kids mm-hmm. in our program. So it, it's a really beautiful mix of multiple ethnicities and races. So what, what kind of expectations? So someone comes into the country, they find CMAA. Um, what, what are they kind of expecting when they first kind of walk in your doors? Um, well, I, I know that uh, we're pretty proud of the fact that we, we greet them with a smile and hopefully with a staff member that can speak uh, their language or their dialect. Um, and in fact, some like uh, our citizenship um, uh, staff, like uh, Lily speaks like five languages and multiple dialects. And, and, and that's a really cool thing when you can... Uh, effectively communicate with someone in their in their home language, and then help them navigate uh, the American society. Okay, and, and so what's kind of your background? You're kind of uh, everything up over there. How'd you kind of get, fall into that? Yeah, um, uh, I, I was actually a board member uh, for ten years before I transitioned to become the executive director. Uh, I'm an immigrant kid myself. I was born in the Philippines. Uh, my family moved to Chicago in the 1970s and, and we moved our, our first 
apartment, which was a little studio apartment, was four blocks away from our office. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, I'm, I, I like to say that my parents achieved the American dream because they saw both my sister and I go on, uh, go to college, uh, graduate from college, and both of us went on to get um, uh, master's degrees. My sister got her MBA, I got my a law degree, and um, and I actually practiced law for many years, both as a litigator and then later doing transactional work. And uh, there was a certain point in my career where I felt like I just wanted to give back uh, to the community. And that's why I'm here. Awesome. It, it seems like it's making such a huge impact. I mean, I've only been in Chicago maybe a year and a half now, and I, I've seen so many things you guys have put together and been a part of. It's been absolutely phenomenal. I know you mentioned before, I actually was a part of the planning committee over on Lunar Ball back in, in March, which was fantastic, and you guys did such a great job with that, too. Thanks. No, that Lunar Ball is really great, and yeah, and, it, and it's, to me, it's it's uh, really cool to see that TAP, um, which puts the Lunar Ball together, you know, it's like comprised of just a lot of professionals that are doing it all out of, you know, the goodness of their hearts. Like, no one is getting, you know, like, drawing a salary from it. And able to do this in their full-time job, you know, the, 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 the cool thing for us is that, uh, for Carlos and I and for everyone here, is that this is our full-time job, and for many of the folks here, uh, it's a vocation to help empower the community, uh, and so we take that responsibility uh, very seriously, and, you know, the question for us is how do we lift the immigrant community to the next level? So. Awesome. And Carlos, what role do you play over there at CMA? Sure, so my title is Manager of Marketing Events and Donor Relations. And uh, as um, you know, Dennis mentioned a little bit about his background, uh, my original background fresh out of college was education. So I used to teach fresh out of college, uh, world in US history, transitioned into an administrative role for a large charter school network here in Chicago. Uh, and it, it's actually where I, I got the fortunate opportunity to meet Dennis through my role as an administrator for that charter school network. And so I've been with CMAA uh, for about half a year, I think, right around this point. Um, And uh, yeah, much like, you know, Dennis also mentioned, you know, his um, kind of that immigrant experience. You know, I myself, um, you know, son of immigrants myself. And so even though, let's say in my instance, it's not necessarily, you know, Asian immigrant, in my case, my, my parents coming from Mexico, it's very much that very same story of, of you know, work hard, you know, the American dream, and essentially make your parents proud. And, and so, you know, working here now at CMAA, it's definitely, uh, you see it firsthand on a, on a day-to-day, weekly basis, and it, you know, certainly gives me a, a tremendous sense of, uh, you know, pride to you know, mm-hmm. be a part of it. Awesome. And so, like, you guys work with a lot of immigrants too. Um, if other people kind of are here, are second generation, or just kind of interested in being a part of CMA, do you guys kind of welcome those people with open arms? Or what's kind of the situation there? You guys only kind of um, kind of communicate with people who are coming into the U.S. or kind of people who've been here all the time too. Uh, no, we we absolutely uh, uh, help everyone. Um, so we help folks that are. Um, as I mentioned, like in our youth department, uh, American-born kids that are uh, African-American or Latino or white, um, 
we, we essentially help a lot of folks that are low income that within the community that we can readily serve, um, and um, as well as a lot of the immigrant population. Many of our programs are geared more toward helping immigrants, and, and that's certainly uh, a strong part of our mission statement. Uh, it's to help immigrants and refugees, um, but but you know, like uh, we certainly, uh, uh, if, if someone comes in and, and asks for help, uh, and if we're in a position where we can help them, we're more than happy to assist that uh, person or family. Awesome. And so one of the big uh, movements you guys are doing in the next couple of weeks here is uh, putting on the Red Party. Do you want to dive into a little bit about that? Sure. Um, you know, so a lot of the funding that the organization gets historically has come from government whether state or local funding. And unfortunately, government funding has been challenged because of, you know, like, like we all have heard in Illinois that uh, it was two years without a budget. Uh, and so organizations like CMAA have seen a reduction in our, um, in our funding from government. And we know that and anticipate that that will continue to occur in the years to come. So it's important to um, create uh, new forms of revenue streams uh, and, uh, and one uh, recent uh, event that we started to do is this Red Party. Uh, what's fun about it is that re really what we try to do is like, let, we have the Red Party theme, wear red, right? And, <laughs> and um, uh, not a lot of programming, like we have an annual dinner later in the fall where we really try to like uh, spend a lot of time in making videos and other presentations so that the audience really knows a lot about the substance of what we do mm -hmm. for the red party it's really that the price point is a little bit less to to like for admission and um and we're trying to target a lot of the like the young professional crowd we're trying to like get it hip uh as it were um you know that the challenge for an organization like ours is that we're helping a lot of low-income folks we're helping young children we're helping the elderly that are 80 70s 80s 90s uh, your old range, and, and and so they aren't necessarily in a position that they could be strong outside stakeholders. Right. Uh, so the red party is like geared toward that young professional crowd, uh, where we could hopefully get a lot, uh, introduce ourselves always to a new audience that will hopefully take up the banner and could potentially be future volunteers in our programs, mm -hmm. could be potential future board members. Uh, so we're we're that's why we started the red party as a method to like raise money and then increase awareness of uh, the important work that our, our, our team does throughout the year. It's so what are the logistics on this? When, where is it? Uh, so it's uh, Wednesday, August 23rd. Uh, it's at the East Bank Club. Okay. Uh, uh, so this is the third year in a row. We're going to be at the East Bank Club. Um, and, um, and if the weather permitting, uh, if the weather's good, it's going to be on the rooftop. So it should be an amazing, amazing space. Uh, looking out on the city skyline uh, at the health club that um, folks from President Obama to uh, Oprah Winfrey to Michael Jordan have all been members of. Um, so so it's, a, it's a beautiful space. Uh, this year, you know, apart from having the DJ and the red uh, that we've had the last couple of years, we have a little new twist to it, uh, which is, I don't know if you've heard, if Tiet mentioned, but uh, we're, we're having the first ever Asian American men's fashion show as part of the Red Party this year. And what are, what's kind of the significance of that? Well, um, 
And that the, the reason why, and people are like, uh, when, when we first share it with people, and they're like, what, just a fashion show with only men? And only <laughs> American men? What is that about? And, um, and so some people laugh, some people grimace, but some people like nod knowingly. And, and the reason why is, uh, you know, it's for myself as being an Asian, as an immigrant kid and an Asian American male growing up in the U.S., um, you know, like there's a couple demographic uh, parts of our society which are often overlooked as being handsome and beautiful. And so the Asian American man is often typified in television and movies as being the geeky guy, right. being the computer nerdy tech guy, <laughs> being the kung fu martial artist guy. Uh, South Asian, Indian, people of Indian or Pakistani descent are now, uh, like, do they look like they're Muslim, uh, ISIS, terrorists, right? And, and that's, the, that's the whole thing that, hey, so, like, we want to be able to take ownership of uh, the, the, the look of an Asian American man and say, hey, uh, Asian American men, South Asian American men uh, can also be considered handsome. And so uh, the whole point of this uh, fashion show is to only have Asian American guys. And, uh, and then um, we started reaching out to some people in the community just to see, well, how would be the reaction? Uh, well, first, could we get guys to do this? Like, you know, so uh, we've reached out to some guys that we know that have a bit of swag uh, <laughs> from, from like restaurateurs to like investment bankers to lawyers. And the response has been really tremendous. Like um, we were really trying to target like getting 20 guys. And really, we could like easily uh, like get sixty good-looking guys mm-hmm. uh, to like walk our uh, fashion show uh, for the red party, and so uh, we're we're pretty excited about how this is kind of developing, and so we're hopeful that uh, the community will uh, take to it as well. Awesome! This should be absolutely fantastic. So, how does the night kind of progress? Is the fashion show at the beginning of it? Is it at the end? Is it kind of the main course? What yeah, you expect when they walk in these doors. Yeah, I think I think it's like I I love how you call it the main course. I think it's exactly that. So the, the event starts at six thirty. Um, so people hopefully will be trickling in and uh, uh, getting their um, food. Like you know, um, like for the the admission ticket is a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You could go to ChineseMutualAid.org. Again, ChineseMutualAid.org. Our website, which talks about all of our programming, but that's where they can click on the event link. And, um, and, um, and then from there, um, you get two, uh, two drink tickets and, and food. And then at a, around eight o'clock ish, we will, we're, we're hoping to do this fashion show, which should, should last for about a half hour. Uh, we have two local, um, retailers, uh, that happen to be owned by Asian American, uh, small business owners, that are supplying the fashion. Uh, the first is um, um, Mild Blend, which is owned by Luke and Candice Cho, uh, a Korean American uh, uh, couple, a uh, uh, beautiful family. They've got a, a few kids. Um, they, they own Mild Blend in Wicker Park on Milwaukee Avenue. Actually, I read like it, it's Wicker Park Fest was this past weekend, and years ago they got like their store was robbed during Wicker Park Fest by. You know, like one of those flash gangs of twenty-some youth. Um, you know, and so they're, they're a family struggling uh, and fighting the, the good fight to like, uh, you know, like provide a great product. So, uh, and, and they've got like really cool hipster clothes, and so they're providing the casual Americana type look. Awesome. And then another guy, Guh Wang, uh, went to Notre Dame undergrad, and then DePaul Law, 
And uh, but he doesn't practice law, but he started a store called ESQ. Uh, ESQ uh, as a nod to his law license, and um, and and uh, he has bespoke uh, custom ordered suits. And so he's uh, going to be supplying um, like the the fashion for about half of the the guys for um, the suit thing. We're also hoping to like in, in include a component where some of the guys were, will wear ethnic their ethnic attire because we're proud that we have uh, Chinese, Filipino, Korean, Laotian, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Nepalese, uh, South Asian, Indian, and Pakistani models. So we're hoping that we'll have a scene that will um, have some of the guys wearing uh, clothes uh, that represent their their ethnic heritage. So. so fun fact, actually, uh, the episode that's coming out next week is one of the designers that works over at ESQ. So it's a perfect oh. idea. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty familiar, but uh, should be a good time. I mean, are you guys still looking for models? I mean, I think I'm available that even if you need an extra model. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, like, like I said, like it, it's been cool because like, we were trying to target 20 and we've got like 60 plus guys that are all willing to model. And so this may be like if, 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 if the show has legs and if we have a good turnout, this may be something that we try to incorporate as part of the Red Party annually. And what I was joking with Carlos is like, you know, like you've got the Victoria's Secret uh, fashion show with the angels. It's like, what do we call these guys with swag? <laughs> so you got to come up with like a catchy name. And hopefully all these guys will be like wanting, clamoring to be like the guy angels of whatever sort. So. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I think this is going to be a great event. Um, so any last recommendations for people about uh, getting tickets or expectations about attending the event? Yeah, I would just mention, you know, once again, as, as Dennis you know, kind of uh, alluded to, um, please visit our website, uh, ChineseMutualAid.org. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, we've already created uh, an event on Facebook to kind of promote it there. Um, and so folks can, you know, click on Chinese Mutual Aid on, on, on Facebook and find us through those channels. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's really because it's so new. It, 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 this this twist just literally came together what two two and a half weeks ago. It's really taking a life of its own, and we're having an extremely uh, uh, large amount of fun. You know, kind of putting it all together. It's obviously something different for for us, but you know, just this level of support and interest from everyone, uh, and, and wanting to be a part of it, wanting to help out, wanting to support has been great so um, you know it's, it's really going to be a, a fun night so um, you know we encourage everyone to um, you know to come join us on Wednesday August 23rd. Awesome yeah I'm really looking forward to it I'm actually uh, buying some clothing uh, and a new tie just, just for the time of the event so I can do my best. <laughs> awesome. If, if anything else right it's, it's an excuse to go out and, and grab a new suit grab a new tie so uh, I know me, me as well I have to uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing likewise. Awesome. So, I appreciate you taking the time. I yeah, know. Thanks, JP. And again, thank you for sharing uh, and spreading the word about our event because what's really uh, cool is that the, the proceeds from this will help uh, Carlos and I, our colleagues who do the really important work for the organization, you know, every day uh, they are working one on one with so many different community members mm-hmm. and helping someone, um, you know, whether it's to learn English or to get a job or to get a better job or to train them to get a better job. It's, it's really, truly inspiring to work with the community and empower. So uh, we're, we're thankful that uh, anyone that goes to this 
event can help position us to do that more. Fantastic. Yeah. Great episode. Short, sweet, to the point. Too bad they didn't ask me to be one of the models, but evidently I don't fit the build. <laughs> Super excited for this event. Please come out and join us. I will for sure be there. I'll be with my camera taking pictures, greeting me and everyone. It'll be a fantastic time. The East Bank Club always puts on a great show. Really looking forward to CMA's uh, fashion show for the Red Party. If you have any questions, reach out to me beforehand. But really look forward to meeting you guys there. Come join us. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.